the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. Uh, what's the over under on the Speaker of the House votes? Last we heard, it was up to six, and Kevin McCarthy uh, was still not the Speaker. And the Democrats and most of the media are making fun of what's going on down there in the Capitol building and calling it a circus. Apparently, they haven't paid a lot of attention to what's been going on there for the last, well, two years, but 50 years. Nothing has happened in the last couple of days can compare to the stupidity of spending trillions of dollars that they don't have. And really, what's so bad about having some debate about whom gets to be speaker? It is a vote, right? Or is it an appointment? And really, what's the point of having a vote if everybody's expected to agree on who gets the job before they vote? What's the point? Just appoint them. And does anybody think it's going to matter which Republican ends up with the job? Now, a Republican's going to be a lot different from Nancy Pelosi, and that's a good thing. But how much different will Kevin McCarthy, who's going to get the job, be from John Boehner, who cried at Nancy's retirement, remember that, uh, or Paul Ryan, who's proven to be as much of a rhino as his running mate, Mitt Romney, who fooled Republicans enough to, I actually voted for them, believe it or not. The anti-McCarthy crowd has now thrown its support to Byron Donalds. He's a congressman from Florida who appears to be a real conservative. He's also black. And that got this response on Twitter from Cori Bush, who's a black congresswoman and, of course, a Democrat. For what it's worth... Byron Donalds is not a historic candidate for speaker. He is a prop. Despite being black, he supports a policy agenda intent on upholding and perpetuating white supremacy. Any surprise there? That's what she said, just doing her part in the clown show. Anyway, when we come back, it was even crazier at the State House in Harrisburg where they were trying to come up with a new speaker. Selena Zito will be here to explain that fiasco. And in our second half hour, why nobody should be afraid or ashamed to ask what caused Damar Hamlin's heart attack Monday night. Stick around. My son Finn was born with congenital heart disease. He ended up spending about the first eight months of his life in the hospital. During that time, he endured 10 surgeries, including an open heart surgery. Starlight Children's Foundation has played an important role in my family's life. For five weeks when he was a baby, Finn lived in a Starlight Hero wagon. You could not understand the pure joy of having him go from a hospital bed into his favorite red wagon. Starlight doesn't just give items that hospitalized kids can use to keep themselves happy, but also memories, moments, and experiences which are so needed in times like these. They allow sick kids to just be kids for a little while. The support that Starlight provides to families like mine is an integral part to creating happiness at a time when there's very little to be found. Learn more about how Starlight Children's Foundation brightens the lives of sick kids by visiting starlight.org today. The word is out. People are abandoning their overpriced wireless carriers and flocking to Pure Talk for the same 5G coverage, but at a fraction of the price. In fact, the average family saves over $800 a year when switching from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Right now, you can get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. So make the switch and get the same coverage as the big guys, but at half the price. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. 
Switch to Pure Talk and get unlimited talk, text, and six gigs of data for just $30 a month because Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's. So thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter code SLEEK at checkout. That's harrys.com, code SLEEK. Enjoy! This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, if you've been enjoying the Speaker of the House show in Washington the last couple of days, you would have loved what went on in Harrisburg yesterday. It's crazy and it's complicated. And Selena Zito of the Washington Examiner, the New York Post, the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, was there to see it. And she joins us now. Selena, how are you? Haven't talked to you in a while. Hi. Happy New Year. I'm great. Same to you. Um, Yeah. Yesterday, Harrisburg was... um, that was actually fun to cover. Yeah. Well, would you like to take a stab at explaining what happened up there? Okay. So <laughs> going into this session, um, the state house has to elect a speaker. There are technically 101 Republicans and 99 Democrats. So you would think, oh, well, the Republicans have the majority. However, there's a caveat. Summer Lee and Austin Davis, who both ran for other offices, did the thing that lots of people do. They still ran for their old seat just in case they lost. And, and, they, and then they won their seats. So, the, so their two seats, along with Tony DeLuca of Penn Hills, who died a couple weeks ago, a week before the election, all... Um, won their races in heavily Democrat districts. So, in other words, even though the Republicans technically are uh, the majority at this second, um, within a few short weeks or months, depending on when the um, special elections are called, the Democrats are in the majority. So, it was really like no one knew what was going to happen. So immediately what does happen after a uh, session is called, um, a, a, Republican, a Republican from Somerset County nominated um, Rozzi from um, Berks County, a Democrat, to be the speaker. And they're like all these Republicans were crumb grumbling about it. And then all of a sudden a Washington County um, Republican seconded the motion, and uh, someone went over to the um, to the leader of the um, Democrats, McClintock, and said, you, you, "You okay with this?" And there she's like, "Yeah." And so they voted on it, and and um, Rozzi won enough Republican 
voter run won enough Republican votes in the House, along with Democrats, to be elected speaker. And then <laughs> Rossi gets up and does his acceptance speech, and, and, and I'm compartmentalizing here, but basically says, so I guess you all didn't wake up this morning and think this was going to happen. Well, you don't know what what you don't know is the next thing that's going to happen. And I'm not going to be a Democrat anymore. I'm going to be an independent. I'm changing my my registration. So, so and I'm going to have. I am not caucusing with the Democrats. I'm not caucusing with the Republicans. And my staff will be equally split split between um, uh, Republican House staffers and Democrat House staffers. And everyone was stunned. So that's what we have. We have a we have an independent. Well, that, we have an independent. Yeah. Well, and he and, sh- he he shocked everybody with his acceptance speech by saying, "By the way, I'm. Uh, you may think I'm a Democrat, but I am now officially an independent." So they that yep. wasn't expected. No, no, he changed his party registration. When was the last time a Republican nominated a Democrat for Speaker of the House in Harrisburg? Actually, it's not that long ago. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it happened in 2007. Well, the fact... And, uh, Go ahead. It was a sort of a deal behind the, um, behind the scenes with DeWeese, with Shapiro coming in as the... Um, as a deputy speaker, as a Democrat, and a Republican, um, whose name is like just evaporated out of my brain, <laughs> became the uh, um, re- became the House Speaker, and this position was created um, to be a deputy speaker, which had never been done before. It has not been done again. But it's interesting to me that Josh Shapiro is now going to be governor with a very sort of similar situation. Well. That kind of disturbs me that, that, that I, everybody likes compromise, I guess, but it kind of disturbs me that that would even happen. When I asked you that question, I expected you to laugh and say, oh, of course not. It never happened before. And it happened like 12 years ago. So 15 oh, yeah. years ago. So, yeah, I mean, we've never had an independent yeah. before, but you have seen these sort of back deals happen when, when, um, when people in Harrisburg are more interested in passing legislation than than having partisan fights. Doesn't happen all that often. And no one was more strident than Bill DeWeese. However, he also, um, and he wanted to be the speaker. Um, make, make no mistake about that. However, I thought it was really, really smart then and to be honest, I thought it was really, really smart um, today. So why, why yesterday? Do you, why, yesterday yeah. why, why do you think it was really, really smart yesterday? Well, I think that the Republicans made a shrewd move. Nobody, I mean, it was not leaked to anybody. That was stunning to me. Mm-hmm. No, nothing in Pennsylvania politics is ever not leaked, Right. And at the end of the day, Republicans now control the calendar. Yeah. And, and that's the most important thing. But how did the Republicans manage to lose control of the state house in the first place? Nobody well, expected that either, did they? Nobody expected that. And I, um, uh, uh, well, a couple of things happened. First of all, the way the new lines were drawn um, for this, the state house districts were heavily Democrat. You had a ton of retirements because these seats became absolutely impossible for Republicans to win these seats. And Democrats will concede um, that that they got the heavy hand. Um, and this is part of the problem uh, that Mark Nordenberg, the former chancellor at Pitt, who was instrumental in the design of these seats, there's a lot of backlash in that state legislature for um, it, it, it was Republican controlled for how heavy handed these seats were drawn. Then, second of all, you add that with um, the, the fatigue with Trump mm-hmm. and um, and sort of how he came out at the end 
of the uh, was the weekend before the election, saying things like Ron DeSanctimonious, um, did yeah. some kind of like weird thing with Glenn Youngkin's last name, and and voters were like, I can't have two more years of every Republican being beholden to him, and they just were like, nope, can't do it. Well, it also is kind of disturbing, and it just seems kind of stupid that you can draw a few lines on a map and then make elections inconsequential. In other words, well, oh, they just changed the map. Well, I quit. I can't win. I'm going home. I don't, my ideas right. are I, never going to win, and these people are either too stupid or too loyal or both to vote for me, so I'm done. Why even have an election? Well, it, I, I do think it's dumb. You need to fight for your seat even mm-hmm. if it's been redrawn. And I think the thing that Republicans have to, if okay, so Republicans um, do not like mail-in voting. However, they are never going to be able to change it if they don't get a majority in the state house and the state senate. Mm-hmm. So you got to play what's uh, the game that's being played in the sandbox. They mm-hmm. are losing voters and they are losing potential by not having a robust mail-in ballot um, operation. Mm-hmm. Now, once you get the majority, you can go right in there and change that. But you can't change it if you don't win. And you can't win without doing mail-in balloting. You just, you just can't. I mean, John Fetterman had one million mail-in ballots before the first vote was cast on Election Day. He already won before the first votes were cast on Election Day. Well, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, I'll, I'll get to him in a minute, but go ahead. I didn't mean, mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. It's just that Republicans need to play this game because you can, they may not like it, but you can track your voter, and you know if they didn't show up, and you can go and knock on their door and say, come on, I'll take you, you know, I'll help you, not help you fill out your ballot, but here, here fill in your ballot. Yeah. Um, or let's go down and vote. But um, you can't leave that much off on the table and, and expect to win. No, the, the, the fact that this guy had a million votes before Election Day and before there was ever a debate, it's – People should be, everybody in Harrisburg should be embarrassed, right. Republicans and Democrats, that something like that has, was able to evolve over, how, I don't know, you know, what, what, the, what the, the history of all that is and how we ended up with that situation. But they're all, they're all responsible for it, and it's beyond stupid and embarrassing. Well, and I think you make an important point, and, and it was in one million votes before the debate. I yeah. think that's an important point. Uh, they, they, they knew that's why they didn't do the debate till 20 minutes before the election. Yeah. Now, I have a question for you. Uh, we're talking to Selena Zito, Washington Examiner, selenazito.com. That's S-A-L-E-N-A-Z-E-T-O.com. Uh, also, Z-I-T-O. Sorry, I'm sorry. Z-I-T-O. I knew a guy named Mike <laughs> Zito, and his name was it was Z-E. Sorry about that. Um, New York Post and the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Uh, she also writes for them. Um, so my question is, uh, Selena, everybody's paying attention now around the country to the, the show that's going on down in D.C. where they're trying to pick a speaker. Just based on what you know about politics and what happens in Pennsylvania, and you've lived here all your life here in Pittsburgh, what is likely to affect the average Pennsylvanian's life more? Who becomes speaker, or or the fact that the Republicans have control? Let's put it that way, of the House in Washington, and or the or the fact that the Republicans have the House in Harrisburg, um, that don't have the House in Harrisburg. What what is going to affect the average person's life more? What happens in Harrisburg or D.C.? I guess that's the short way of asking the question. Um. So most directly what happens in Harrisburg, uh, because those are the people that get the roads and the bridges and, and, um, get community centers funded. And, um, they're, they're your, they're the elected official that's most like you, like the person you would most likely run into, into the grocery store Mm -hmm. or, you know, at your kid's soccer game. Mm -hmm. I will, I I, I would like to make a point about, um, this House Speaker race uh, in 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 Washington yeah, D.C. I, I was going to let you. I was going to run that one by you. Do go ahead. <laughs> uh, so I went to, out to Scott Perry's district, which is around Harrisburg, mm-hmm. and I went around and I talked to voters. Only voters that voted for him, which is not hard to find because it's a very conservative district. Mm-hmm. 
And to a person, now I'm sure there's plenty of people that agree with him. However, I had a hard time finding anyone that wasn't really unhappy with him. He has been the lead blocker on, on, on Kevin McCarthy becoming the speaker. And, and to a person, and, and people can read this uh, story at com. but um, to a person, they're like, this is not why we elected you. This is not why we sent you to Washington. Because, it, and, and, and it's not about Kevin McCarthy. It's about the chaos. It's about the grandstanding. Yeah. And it, it's about him talking about issues that are not the ones that are most important to people in his district. Mm -hmm. They're worried about inflation. They're worried about the border crisis. They're worried about the influx of fentanyl into their, um, into their neighborhoods, which is a a byproduct of the, of the border crisis. They're worried about crime and homelessness and, and, um, and they, and they want people to be held accountable, all things that McCarthy said that he is standing for. But every time that Perry speaks, he changes the goalposts and says, I want more, I want more, I want more. And that's not what people wanted. They don't want chaos. And this one, the, one of the women um, who I interviewed said, she's no different than AOC. Yeah, well, this is all about attention. Yeah, well, here's my, here's my, and I said this in the open of the show, if it's if is it an election and if it's an election what's wrong with what's wrong with the debate what's wrong with standing against the guy who's everybody just wants to anoint the speaker of the house i'm not saying that that kevin mccarthy shouldn't get it but why is uh the, the, to me the chaos is in some ways can be looked at as a good thing it's the way it's supposed to be you just don't go down and anoint well, somebody you have debate. A, a debate what's that it's not an anointment. And and there is plenty of de- debate going on in the caucuses. And there's plenty of debate going going on in the conference. Yeah, we but don't get to but see everybody knows that this guy's the choice and the election is well, supposed of course, to... because 200 people want him. And yeah. 20 people are holding the rest of the country hostage. Yeah. The guarantee that if this continues and if these 20 people... Uh, get their way. They're going to be this way on every single thing that comes up for vote. They're going to be create chaos and be obstinate uh, about everything that comes up for the vote. And that is not why people put them in the majority. But what about people who live through John Boehner and Paul Ryan? John Boehner crying at Nancy Pelosi's retirement party. That was John Boehner was long gone when he did that. No, Kevin no. McCarthy, if you look on the fundraising of all these 20 people that, that, are, that are holding this up, mm-hmm. he was the largest donor to every single one of these uh, Republicans. Uh, who, he helped put them in the House. Who did? McCarthy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, he is the largest donor to all of them. Mm-hmm. So you can't take his money uh, and then say, we don't, you're a bad guy. Well, then why would you take his money if he's a bad guy? Well, I, I got a, uh, we're talking to Selena Zito, and we're going to finish up here because i got about a minute and a half left, maybe two minutes tops. Um, did you see Fetterman swearing in yesterday? I think it was yesterday. Or was it? T- yeah, yesterday. Yes. Uh, not in person, but yes. Is it pretty pathetic or what? I think he was told four times to put his hand on his side. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? Yeah, he, he, I, don't, I don't even know if people picked up on that. He looked like Peter. He was told four Peter, times to put his hand on his side, and he just stared blankly. He's Peter Boyle in Young Frankenstein. That's well, it, that's who he is. I, 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 I will refrain from making <laughs> fun of his looks. Yeah. I am often the, 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 at the wrong end of people making fun of people's looks. However... Uh, just on uh, just on following directions, yeah. that alone should have been very disturbing for people. Has he answered one question from the media yet? He's now officially yeah. a U.S. No. senator. Zero. Zero. Not one. Not, not, he has not taken one question from the press since he was elected in November. And everybody's, well, not everybody, but I guess the Democrats are fine with that. They got a body. They got a warm body. That's yeah, they they got that. Well, uh, it's I'd like to I got to go, but I'd like to see his first meeting 
mic them up, both Joe Biden and, and John Fetterman trying to have a conversation. <laughs> that would be mm-hmm. fun to watch. Hey, Selena, I'm out of time. Thanks for coming on and explaining that to us, and I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Thanks for having me. Have a great evening. You too. That's Selena Zito. You can follow her at selenazitozito.com. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A fifth ballot to elect a House Speaker has failed. Republican Congressman Mike Gallagher says he was flooded with messages on Tuesday. That's after the House failed to elect Kevin McCarthy as Speaker. It was about 100 to 1. The 100 being, this is crazy. You guys look like fools. Can we get our act together and just get to work and stop the obstructionism? And the one being, you know, uh, hey, support someone else uh, for Speaker. Gallagher urging the anti-McCarthy members within his own power to set aside their differences so the party can move forward. He was interviewed by the Salem Radio Network. Federal Reserve officials suggesting at their most recent meeting that a continuing streak of robust hiring could keep inflation elevated and was a key reason why they expect to raise interest rates more this year. This is SRN News. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. It's time to shake off the bad of 2022 and look at things with a new perspective. Will this be the year the Biden administration finally figures out inflation? Will this be the year prices at the pump continue to fall? And will this be the year Congress actually works together to help the American people? Yeah, wouldn't hold my breath on that last one. Whatever 2023 holds, we're sure happy you're spending it with us. Happy New Year. AM 1250, The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service Master. Whose rulebook do you want to play by? The government's or your own? This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Without a proper estate plan, many families end up playing by the government's rulebook and losing a lot of what they'd intended to leave to their families. That's why Abernathy and Hagerman presents free, ongoing estate planning workshops with attorney Dan Reimer to help you protect what's yours and make sure the government plays by your rules. The next one's happening soon. For details and to attend, visit a-h.law. Hi, this is Rhett Rasmussen of besthotgrill.com. We make the amazing Solaire infrared gas grills that are built to last and will consistently deliver better than restaurant grilled food. The Solaire infrared burner heats up to 1,000 degrees in just three minutes, even in the dead of winter. The high heat locks in the juices and flavor and grills food faster. Learn more about these fantastic USA-made grills at besthotgrill.com. Solaire hot fast grills at besthotgrill.com am 1250 and fm 92.5 the answer wpgp pittsburgh a division of salem media group listen on the answer mobile app smart speakers tune in iheart or odyssey am 1250 the answer weather 
We'll see a passing evening shower, otherwise considerable cloudiness tonight with a low of 39. Cloudy and cooler tomorrow, tomorrow's high 47. Couple of rain or snow showers tomorrow night with a low of 31. Cloudy and colder Friday with a couple of flurries will reach a high Friday of 36. Saturday mostly cloudy, high 39. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the last we heard from the Buffalo Bills is that uh, Damar Hamlin, the Pittsburgh kid who had a heart attack on the field in Cincinnati Monday night, has shown improvement, uh, and he's still in critical condition. If you've been following the news about the COVID vaccine, you might have wondered if it had anything to do with the heart attack that this kid had, but you might have been afraid to say it out loud. Sean Fleetwood is a writer for The Federalist. He says you shouldn't be afraid. He joins us now. Sean, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much for having me. It's great to be here. The headline of your piece says there's nothing wrong with uh, asking questions about DeMar Hamlin's sudden collapse. I guess the question would be, are there lots of people out there who think there's something wrong with that question? Yeah, there definitely are. And curiously enough, these are the same people who were perfectly fine with the COVID lockdowns, the mask mandates, and the COVID vaccine mandates. And who told the rest of us and those of us who had concerns about those policies to sit down, shut up, and listen to, quote-unquote, the science. And, you know, it's very interesting because these people are out there spouting this faux virtue, saying, you know, we should offer our thoughts and prayers. Now's not the time to answer questions. And we, we, of course, should be doing those things, but these are the same people who, if there was a mass shooting or a hurricane or other natural disaster, would be out there promoting their agenda, like gun control or some Green New Deal or something like that. So it's just amazing to watch these individuals and people in the media out there criticizing those of us who have legitimate questions and concerns about this young man's collapse. Well, most people in the media seem to have settled on commotio cordis, which is caused by a blow to the heart. But if that's it, and I'm not exaggerating here, it's the first time it's ever happened in the history of pro or college football. First time ever. Now, have you seen that confirmed anywhere yet? I have not seen that confirmed anywhere yet. Um, You know, we still don't know what exactly happened. Could it have been the hit that contributed to him going into cardiac arrest? Could it have been maybe the vaccine was a contributing factor if he got it? Did he get COVID? Was that a contributing factor? There's so much that we don't know. But again, it's just amazing to watch these people say that we're not allowed to ask questions. I mean, this is a 24-year-old, young, healthy athlete who just suddenly collapsed on the field. And by no means is he the only one to do so. I mean, you've had several uh, athletes and soccer players over in Europe that have just collapsed on the field or straight up died after going into cardiac arrest. Most recently here in America, a former tight end for the University of Central Florida, 25 years old, out on a jog and just suddenly goes into cardiac arrest and tragically passed away. Um, This isn't a normal thing that we're seeing right now. And we're told we're not allowed to ask any questions about it. Yeah, as I said, if it if it happened, the way that they the, the theory is that you know the, the uh, commotio cordis that it happened as a result of the hit. Uh, and it, it's here's what's ridiculous to me is that as I said, I covered sports for forty years. I've been watching football for a hundred years. Think of all the thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of football games that have been played at every level and the millions and millions of hits that have taken place. And this, if it's true, is the first and only time someone has died from a heart attack as a result of being hit in a football game. With that in mind, and it's that's, in, that's irrefutable, okay? With mm-hmm. that in mind... Why wouldn't you say, well, I'll have a little bit of doubt about that being the cause since, you know, it's never happened after all this time and all these hits? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just common sense to ask questions, right? I mean, when when you go back and you look at the video of this hit, this wasn't like he got slammed into the ground or anything. This was just a typical, usual hit that you see in football. And he got up right away after, you know, he finished the tackle and then just suddenly collapsed. I mean, it was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in sports. But we do know that, you know, and again, I'm not saying we definitively know this to be true, that the COVID vaccines had any direct impact. But we do know for a fact that these vaccines come with some serious side effects. I mean, you had Florida 
Florida Surgeon General Joseph Latipo uh, put out this study back in October that found an 84% increase in cardio-related deaths among 18 to 39 men who had received the COVID vaccine within 28 days. You also have countries over in Europe and across the world, like Germany, France, that have banned the Moderna vaccine for people under the age of 30 for these very reasons that we're talking about, because of myocarditis and other heart-related issues. So they're absolutely legitimate uh, concerns that we have. Again, I'm not saying that that's what happened to Damar Hamlin, but the fact that we're not even allowed to ask questions, I think, says a lot more about the people who are telling us that we're not allowed to ask questions than it does about us who actually want to make sure, you know, or get to the bottom, rather, of what's happening here. Yeah, and it's also, if if there is some chance that it was caused by the vaccine or caused by him have having had COVID, then it's kind of, isn't it the duty of the medical people to let everyone know that, hey, this was not the most freakish accident in the history of football. This was something that happened to him because of a vaccine that millions of you have taken. Yeah, I mean, you'd like to think that that would be the case, but, I mean, they haven't prioritized health throughout this entire pandemic. You know, you had renowned medical doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Sanitra Gupta at Oxford, Dr. Martin Koldorf at Harvard, Jay Bhattacharya at Stanford. I mean, the list goes on and on who were, you know, at the very beginning of this pandemic saying, hey, the lockdowns are causing more harm than they're doing good. We need to change our course. But of course, we were told by the public health establishment, the CDC, the FDA, along with their cohorts in the media, that here's this group of scientists, Dr. Fauci, Dr. Burks, etc., that you have to listen to. You can't listen to these other doctors. They're just conspiracy theorists. You have to listen to these one, this one group of scientists. And if you don't, you're anti-science. And now we know, you know, two, almost three years into this thing, that a lot of these policies, the lockdowns, the mask mandates, the vaccine mandates, none of them worked. And yet there's been no accountability for that. And now, again, we're starting to see these incidents of cardio-related death and heart attacks among young people because of this vaccine. You know, Florida's uh, Governor Ron DeSantis asked, a, or asked the Florida Supreme Court for a petition to launch a grand jury investigation into these issues. So hopefully that'll bring some light to this, but we absolutely need to get to the bottom of how these jabs were manufactured, what did they know, when did they know it, and how do we reconcile this massive problem that's seeming to rear its ugly head. And what's it going to take to get the media to, to and that's the vast majority of the media, what's it going to take to get them to stop being so defensive when it comes to defending the vaccine? It's, what will it take? It's, I think the one thing, and sadly as I say this, that it would take is if Donald Trump were the nominee, Republican nominee for president. And look, that's not me saying that he shouldn't be or, or endorsing a certain candidate. Yeah. I'm not endorsing anything. But Donald Trump presided over you know, the development of the vaccines. And so if he was running for president... And you have these issues that are becoming undeniable related to the vaccines. I would not be surprised at all if the Democrats and the media changed gears and started blaming all of these vaccine-related injuries and death on Donald Trump. Uh, that's the only way I see, unfortunately, that they would acknowledge a lot of these problems. And, and probably with a straight face and with no embarrassment. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they would have no... They, would, they wouldn't feel uncomfortable at all after having defended it for three or four years to say, well, see, it was that idiot Trump. Who, who, he's the one who pushed it on us all. Yeah, I mean, these are the same people that look at us with a straight face and tell us that men can be women, women oh, yeah. can be men, right. that men can compete in women's sports and it doesn't make a difference. So it doesn't surprise me in the least that they would then do a complete 180 and then try and convince us that, oh, they were in the right the whole time and that it was Trump who was out there colluding against us and the American people at large. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that at all. They're also the same people who's, who said that if this vaccine was being promoted by Donald Trump, they're not taking it. More, most yeah. famously, Kamala Harris said that. Yeah, they were seeing this right before the election. And then, of course, as soon as Biden gets in, they're out there promoting these things like they were written into the gospel and that you had to abide by them. It's just absolutely bizarre. 
I mean, the gaslighting never ends with this administration. I mean, I give you a perfect example, Richard Levine. I mean, this is a guy who thinks he's a woman who's the assistant secretary to health for HHS. And he's put on TV by this administration, uh, you know, a severely mentally ill guy who's also morbidly obese, telling us how to improve our overall health. <laughs> mental that mental health. Of gas- yeah, exactly. If that isn't the epitome of gaslighting coming from this administration, I don't know what is. He's a pediatric psychiatrist. Uh, we're familiar with him here in Pennsylvania, Sean. We're talking to uh, Sean Fleetwood. He's a writer for The Federalist, and he says that uh, you shouldn't be uh, shy or or you shouldn't feel guilty about asking a question about this poor uh, poor guy, Damar Hamlin, who suffered a heart attack in what is appearing to be, if it's true, the theories that are out there are true, the most freakish accident in football history. That's that's what we're talking about here. Um, and what? And if I'm not mistaken, Sean, the NFL was pushing those vaccines pretty hard, so they're not going to want that. They're not going to want to hear that that was the cause of the heart attack either. Yeah, I mean, they were actively pressuring players in 2021 in the summer before the 2021 season to get these vaccines. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the most notable players to deny it. Uh, and you've heard stories about him kind of being, I guess, segregated from the rest of the team and having to go through certain protocols that his teammates who did get the jab didn't have to go through. Um, so, yeah, this is also a big liability for them. I don't know specifically in the contracts for some of these players if there's a, you know, a part or provision in that contract that states, yes, I agree to get any and all vaccines or medicines or whatever is required by the team or the league. So that's going to be something that I think is going to be very interesting that plays out, especially if, um, sadly, and I'm not wishing for anything, if more of these incidents come up uh, similar to those of DeMar Hamlin. Yeah, and and you wonder if um, down in Florida that they're going to start paying a little bit more attention to their surgeon general down there um, if, if this turns out to be that it was the vaccine that did it. I, I, but I, I, just have, I just have doubts that they're going to allow that to be the story. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. And what's so funny is to look at all these doctors who have no insight into what's going on into DeMar Hamlin going out there in the media and on YouTube and pushing all these videos and talking points that it wasn't the jab that did this. It was, you know, I can't recall what it was called, but you mentioned it earlier. Um, you know, this medical issue, they haven't examined Damar Hamlin. They don't know what's going on in that hospital. They don't know what's going on with his body, but yet you can see that they have this hundred percent certainty that it's not the jab. And so I would not be surprised in the least if they, did discover it was something related to the vaccine and then just flat out didn't tell us. And if I'm not sure about the pronunciation, is it Ladapo or Ladapo? It is Ladapo, I believe. Yeah, that's the doctor in Florida. He, of course, was uh, censored by Twitter, canceled by Twitter when he came out with the results of his medical study that he did showing uh, an increase in heart uh, and, and issues of heart attacks among young men who had been vaccinated, Twitter knocked him off, and he'd still be off if not for Elon Musk taking over. So there was a concerted effort to prevent that uh, that story from coming out. Yeah, absolutely. And I kind of touched on this earlier, but one of the most amazing things with the whole COVID era is that with any other medical issue, cancer, I mean, you name it, you're allowed to have a second opinion from a doctor. Mm -hmm. If you go to a doctor, they give you an opinion. You're allowed to go to other doctors to see what they think, what treatments they think is going to work best for you. We weren't granted that in COVID. Um, With the very limited exception of someone like Dr. Joseph Ladapo, um, the vast majority of the medical community promoted throughout the media were giving us one prescription. And yet we we had these, again, these experts in one corner saying, whoa, 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 hold on a minute. We're not seeing the data on this. We're not seeing what you're seeing. Let's have a discussion. Let's rationalize this. No, they wanted to censor and shun all of those doctors. And we were told we only had to listen to this one group of doctors. And America was denied a second opinion on COVID. And so I'm very thankful for people like Ron DeSantis, people like Joseph Latipo, because if we didn't have them and leading the charge in Florida, God knows where this country would be today uh, if we didn't have them pushing back with some common sense. And again, I can't say it enough. The The study by Florida said, uh, quote, an 84 percent increase in the relative incidence of 
cardiac-related death among males 18 to 39 years old within 28 days following mRNA vaccination. That's one number, but that is one that is not being accepted by the media. But what's automatically accepted is that something that's never happened in the history of football being played in North America, that did happen. That's, that's what everybody's going with. And it may have been the case. But if you compare the two, which is more believable? or Which, which should you accept more quickly? Right. I mean, are you going to trust the doctor who's actually there on the ground in Florida doing the research with his team? Or are you going to trust some doctor on the other side of the country that isn't even involved with the Mar Hamlin situation? I mean, but of course, the media has their own agenda. They're going to promote their own agenda. And if whatever they're going to do, whatever is convenient for them. It's not about the truth. I mean, truth is in very short supply these days. It's, it's very sad to say, but in many ways, the left throughout the media and throughout our political culture to them, leftism isn't an ideology, it's their religion. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to distort whatever facts or whatever statistics they need to in order to further promote this cultish religion that they've sold themselves over to. They're doing a good job with this. Uh, Sean, I'm out of time. I appreciate you coming on the show. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me. I'm very thankful. And you can find the piece at thefederalist.com. That's Sean Fleetwood of The Federalist, and we'll be right back. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single, and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. If you're with Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, you're paying too much for your wireless service. Because Pure Talk gives you the exact same 5G coverage as one of those big carriers on the exact same network, but saves the average family over $800 a year. And Pure Talk doesn't lock you into an overpriced, unlimited data contract. Why pay for data you don't need? Instead, get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. And switching is so easy. You can keep your phone and keep your number or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. So what are you waiting for? Start saving today. Go to puretalk.com, type in your address to find the coverage at your home, then enter promo code half off, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code half off. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Hey. I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, dude, I know. And it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. But we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping. Backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com code MODERN. What would you give for a child you loved to make their wish come true, to help them fight a critical illness? Just imagine what you'd do. You see, wishes are so powerful, and you can make them real. They can give a child back their childhood, even change the way they feel. Every single one of us can make the stars align, because when we come together, hope and joy will shine. 
Wishes need stars like you. Visit Make-A-Wish at Wish.org. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Pos Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Pos Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Pos reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Pos. It's good medicine. He sent me to... This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So, um, I guess you, I hope you enjoyed that last segment. And I, I tweeted, and you can follow me on Twitter at Steigerworld, by the way. Uh, and since uh, Elon Musk took over, I was stuck on 14.9 thousand followers and I mean on that exact number. Maybe it was 14.7. Whatever it was, it was an exact number for at least two years. And then I think maybe when Elon Musk first took over, right away it went to 14.9. How long has he been in charge? Not even two months, a couple months, whatever. I'm up to 16.1. So I was being shadow banned, which makes me kind of proud, I guess. I'm not, I must be a big deal if they were doing something to keep me from getting followers. But anyway... Sis, I had I had uh, tweeted. I asked the question, why? Um, I said, why is it that so many in the media are reluctant to say or ask if COVID nineteen or the vax might have had something to do with Damar Hamlin's heart attack, but are so willing and quick to accept that it was the result of something that never happened after one of the previous millions of hits? So I got a response from. Um, a guy who calls himself, uh, what's his name here, uh, Rob, Rob somebody or other. Um, I'm sorry, I should have that here. Anyway, he, he says it's it's because that so many other things could have happened, blah, 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 uh, because there are thousands of factors that could have led to this, he says, everything from diet to family history to him being a male are factors that could play into this. Isolating the quote-unquote vaccine is just trying to push a narrative that doesn't need pushed in this case. Stop it. That's what he says to me. So again, why is, and he got a bunch of people liked his tweet, why is it wrong to ask that question? Because if if it was the result of him being hit in the heart, and it was the first time in the history of, of football played in the United States of America, number one, that's a big story, and number two, every football player who's been vaccinated should be made aware of it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the Yellow Van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.